Hey guys, it's Kim. Welcome back to another episode of the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. I am really excited for this week's episode. I'm going to be chatting with you guys about how my Thanksgiving was last week. I flew to California and I spent the whole week with my mom and it was honestly so incredible. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know that I have just been going through it emotionally, mentally, um, within my anxiety and depression and getting out of the city and being with my mom and being outdoors really was exactly what I needed. So I'm going to be talking to you guys about that. And also in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I'm going to be chatting about what I'm thankful for. I tend to get in my head a lot about what I don't have. I focus on um, the negatives and I compare myself to people and I'm like, why am I doing that? I have so many incredible things to be appreciative of. So I'm gonna talk to you guys about that and hopefully it encourages you to do some self-reflection as well and um, maybe write down a little list of things you're thankful for. Um, yeah, before we jump in, quick reminder to rate me five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and to leave a review if you have an extra minute. That would be awesome. If you're watching on YouTube, I do have an episode up on YouTube this week. I apologize. It wasn't up last week, but I do have one up this week. So if you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to give me a thumbs up and click that subscribe button. If you prefer to listen to my podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you should still check me out on YouTube. I've been posting a lot of weekly vlogs and I'm going to try to really throw myself into YouTube content creation, especially this month. I am going to be doing my first ever Vlogmas. So if you guys don't know what that is, people who vlog, create video vlogs. In the month of December, they will create a vlog every single day leading up to Christmas or the whole month of December, whatever your choice is. And so I haven't decided if I'm going to be doing 25 days or the full month of December, but either way, I'm going to be creating a ton of long form YouTube content and it's going to be really cool and exciting. I will say I don't have like the craziest life, so it might not be like as cool as some other vloggers content, but I'm going to try to make it really fun. I have some festive things coming up that I'm looking forward to. I'll be spending time with my sister and my friends, and I think it's going to be really fun to share the holiday side of Austin with you guys uh, via my vlog. So check me out on YouTube. It's just my name. So Kimberly Cobb, um, find me, subscribe, I'm trying to hit like I initially I was like I'm gonna hit 10k followers on YouTube by the end of this year that's not happening I'm gonna try to hit 4k okay little goals little goals um, and one last thing make sure to follow me on Instagram if you aren't already at Kimberly Cobb and at my lips aren't sealed podcast and if you're not in our Facebook group feel free to join that as well it's just the my lips aren't sealed Facebook group Per usual, we are going to get started with this week's highlights and lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. 
Starting off with highlights, obviously my biggest highlight was that I went to California last week for Thanksgiving and it was so much fun, again, much needed for my mental health. Um, I'll chat a little bit later in this episode about everything that we did, but the mom time was so amazing. Just being back in the state of California was really nice. The air is fresh and cool and like, guys, I'm wearing a turtleneck while I'm filming this. Um, and if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it's like a really cute black turtleneck, but it is 82 degrees outside right now in Texas. What? This like wave of heat came through. I'm inside right now, obviously shooting content, recording, air conditioning, blasting, to be expected. I hate the heat, but it was really nice being in California with that weather. And oh my gosh, I miss it so, so much. I chatted, you know, I think it was the week before last uh, podcast episode about maybe moving or maybe not staying in Austin long term. And again, my mind still isn't made up about that. I have a few places in mind that I would consider moving to, preferably, you know, places near the beach. But right now, um, it looks like I will be staying in Austin maybe just for another year. I'm waiting for my mom to relocate too. So after this past week when I was hanging out with her, we chatted a lot about what we're doing in our lives. And you may or may not know, but my mom sold her house last year with her husband and they have been RVing to all these beautiful campgrounds um, all, all along the West Coast. So Washington, Oregon, California, Arizona. And, you know, my mom's fighting cancer. And so they wanted to really see all these incredible places while she was in decent health. So that said, they just are now finishing up their year of traveling and they are going to be buying a house in the next six months. So I'm waiting to see where my mom and her husband are going to settle. I am just big when it comes to family, so if I'm not near my sister who is here in Austin, I would like to be near my mom wherever she ends up. <sighs> so right now it's just all up in the air, you guys. I don't know what I'm doing. I saw a few vlogs today about New York City and I'm like, fuck it, I'm moving to New York City, which it's not the vibe for me. I definitely couldn't do it, but I think it's good while you're young if you aren't settled down, if you're not anchored somewhere explore while you can. For me, it's I'm weighing the pros and cons of each city. So I'm taking weather into consideration, family, cost of living. There's so many things to consider before moving to a new city. So that's where I'm at now. End rant, but highlight number one, going to California, being in that nice, cool weather, spending time with my mom. It was so fun. I loved it. And again, I'll chat more about that in a bit. My highlight number two, you guys. Um, okay, I got back from California and I feel like a little bit of my energy in life has been restored. And it's just something about spending time with loved ones and getting out of your environment that puts you in a new headspace. Again, I knew it was gonna be good for me going on the trip. But when I came back, of course, I was so sad to be away from my mom, but also I got um, a little bit of my spirit back. And so I, yesterday, or was it the day before? I think it was yesterday. I took Louie for a walk 
And usually I would just go near my apartment, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go drive over to the walking trail that's along the river. So I load Louie up in the car, we go on a walk, and I was like, you know what? I am going to walk Louie in the dog park area. Cause there's like um, a walking trail along the river and then there's a huge open field of grass that your dog can be off leash. So I have Louie off leash and we're walking through that dog park area and a woman starts coming towards me and she has an adorable Pomeranian. So her and I get to talking, we exchange numbers. I guess there's another Pomeranian meetup group. So we're chatting. As we're chatting about our dogs, these two beautiful men, like stunning, come up to us, they each have a dog, and we all get talking. We make small talk, and then they're like, all right, have a good rest of your day, ladies, bye. So they leave. I look at this girl I was talking to, and I was like, that was the most beautiful man I've ever seen in my life. And she laughs, she goes, oh my God, I know. She goes, girl, you gotta shoot your shot. She's like, I had to get off the dating apps, it was too difficult. So it sounds like she has a boyfriend, but she's like, you gotta shoot your shot. So the guys had been long gone, and I keep walking on the trail and I was like, you know what? Normally I would like turn back at a certain point, but I kept walking because I had a feeling I was gonna run into this guy again, you know, manifested it. Sure enough, within the next like 10 minutes, that guy and his friend are like walking back towards me and they're on the, like they're a little bit farther away from me. His friend is farther up than him because the dog was pulling. So as I'm crossing paths with the guy that I was like, the one that I was really, really attracted to, who I talked with, I was like, hey, um, it was really nice meeting you. What, what was your dog's name again? And he's like, oh, my name is, you know, and he told me his name and he goes, oh, you meant what was my dog's name? I'm so sorry. And then he tells me his dog's name. So I walk up to him, shake his hand. We make small talk and you guys, I am so proud of myself. I worked up the courage and I was like, listen, I think you're really cute. If you don't have a girlfriend, I'd love to get your phone number. And he was like, oh my God, yeah, definitely. Gives me his phone number. To paint the picture a little bit better, I had my Invisalign in, my hair was in a bun. I'm wearing like not cute athletic wear. I can't believe I pulled this guy, like I am shocked. So got his number, I'm like smiling ear to ear, walk away, you know, say bye. And now we're texting and it's nothing serious just yet. It's very much just in the small talk steps, but I'm hoping I work up the courage to ask him to hang out or hopefully he asks me to hang out. I'm not sure where it's going, but I will keep you guys posted. Highlight number two, I'm a brave girl, guys. You would be so proud of me. Uh, and then as for my low lights, my low light was just obviously being sad, leaving my mom. It was really hard to be with family and then just to say goodbye because again, I just get so much happiness from her presence and I'm very grateful that I have such a solid relationship with my mom. I don't have a solid relationship with my dad. I don't talk to him at all. So I'm just that much more grateful that my relationship with my mom is in a place the place that it's in now. It was really sad to see, to say goodbye to her. That wraps up my highlights and lowlights and brings me to pop culture and current faves. Oh my God, I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks, just got it. I see it, I like it, I want it. 
while I was visiting my mom in California. We kind of had to take it easy some of the days because she is sick and so uh, we started binge watching a new show on Netflix and it's not a new new show. It came out I think in 2020 or 2021 but you guys it's so freaking funny. So the show is called Teenage Bounty Hunters. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's not a reality show. Like this is a like scripted funny show and dramedy, if you will. And unfortunately it wasn't renewed for season two. Leaves on a cliffhanger, but it's so good. If you watched Fuller House, the mom um, from, Full from Fuller House, CJ, there was DJ, but then there's CJ who's like identical to her. She plays the mom in Teenage Bounty Hunters. So the show is so good. Um, it's hard to explain, but basically two twin sisters somehow end up becoming bounty hunters and hide it from their family. And they are super, super Christian. And it's just really comical to see them balancing these double lives. I just started watching White Lotus. So I finished Teenage Bounty Hunters. I think there was only like 10 episodes of that. So I started watching White Lotus on HBO Max. And I'm still trying to figure out if I like it. I do obviously like it. I'm several episodes in already, but I'm like, where is this going? Like in the music that they play, it kind of gives me like, it's a little uncomfortable. I don't know how to describe the feelings I'm feeling when I'm watching the show, but it is like a star filled cast. There's Sydney Sweeney, Jennifer Coolidge, um, April from Parks and Rec or for, yeah, Parks and Rec. Um, Raina from Nashville. I don't know their, the actresses' actual names, but it's just like a really, really good cast. So right now I'm definitely hooked on the show. I'm, you know, I honestly, I watched it for like five hours last night, but it kind of makes you uneasy. It's like, it's weird, but it's good. I recommend it. Third pop culture, you guys. Okay. So shows I'm watching Teenage Bounty Hunters and White Lotus unrelated to movies and television. I don't know if you guys saw this yet, but Balenciaga recently had a campaign that very obviously promoted child pornography. And I wish I was making that up. It made me sick to my stomach because I, you know, when I saw the buzz about it on TikTok, I was like, no way. Like, you know, because they were saying like, oh, it was like such an obvious campaign um, promoting child pornography. And my first thought, which is so interesting because this is who I'm going to talk about, was I wonder what the Kardashians are going to do because they partner with Balenciaga. They are the faces of that company. And I feel like Kim Kardashian especially has brought the brand's to its rise in popularity. It's always been an established brand, but more so now than ever. So if you haven't seen the campaign yet, I recommend looking it up for education purposes. It is very disturbing. I had to look up the pictures on TikTok because I tried Googling them and I couldn't find them. But Kim Kardashian finally released a statement and this is what she said. So this is a quote from Kim Kardashian. I have been quiet for the past few days, not because I haven't been disgusted and outraged by the recent Balenciaga campaigns, but because I wanted an opportunity to speak to their team to understand for myself how this could have happened. 
As a mother of four, I have been shaken by the disturbing images. The safety of children must be held with the highest regard, and any attempts to normalize child abuse of any kind should have no place in our society, period. I appreciate Balenciaga's removal of the campaigns and apology. In speaking with them, I believe they understand the seriousness of the issue and will take the necessary measures for this to never happen again. As for my future with Balenciaga, I am currently reevaluating my relationship with the brand, basing it off their willingness to accept accountability for something that should have never happened to begin with, and the actions I am expecting to see them to take see them take to protect children. What are your thoughts on that, you guys? I initially when I saw the statement, I was like, that's awesome. I'm glad that she spoke up about it and is doing some reflection on whether or not she should continue to partner with Balenciaga. After reading the comment section, a lot of people were questioning why she would even consider continuing this partnership. They're outraged that she's even, uh, you know, having conversations with, with the brand. They think that she should cut ties immediately. So curious what other people's thoughts are on this. As somebody who is in the social media world, Obviously, I am nowhere near the ranks of Kim Kardashian, but when I have a partnership with a brand, especially a brand that pays my bills, it's it puts you in a really difficult position as a creator, as an influencer, as your own personal brand. But when it comes down to it, when you disagree morally with the company, I strongly believe that that's when you should cut ties. Uh, you should have cut ties before, you know, it even got to this point. Obviously, she was caught off guard like the rest of us, and we were all shocked by this campaign. Some people think that this marketing was done on purpose just to get more brand awareness. Either way, I'm disgusted by it. I am a big advocate for protecting our children and their innocence and not promoting pedophilia like most people should. So I am very invested in seeing how Kim Kardashian continues to uh, navigate this tricky situation because that's exactly what it is. It's a situation that I pray that she didn't know was going to happen. Deep down, I feel like she should just cut ties with Balenciaga. She has enough money to support herself. I don't think they are paying enough of her bills for it to make that big of a difference. If I were her, that's what I would do to protect her image and to have a good moral compass because that is sickening. Okay, end rant there. Obviously, I am anti-child pornography and it's just so gross that it is something that is becoming more commonly spoken about in Hollywood. Moving on. <laughs> okay, moving on to current faves. I mentioned last week that I was reading Colleen Hoover's It Ends With Us book. I finished that and then I brought the second book in the series, It Starts With Us. Brought that on the plane, brought, with, brought it with me to California. I couldn't put the book down. So good. Book number one is definitely more heavy. It's focused on domestic abuse and uh, the, the hardships that the main character Lily endures. Book number two was solely written for the purpose of giving the main characters a happy ending. So Colleen Hoover, the author, actually wrote the book because book number one 
gained so much popularity on TikTok and readers were desperate for a happy ending for the characters. So the second book was a lot lighter to read, uh, very enjoyable, and I loved seeing Lily and Atlas, you know, don't want to ruin anything, don't want to have any spoilers, but you definitely get the ending that you want by reading the books. If you haven't read them yet, I definitely recommend it. I have a book idealist in my Amazon storefront, so I'll have all my books listed there if you guys are interested in reading along with me and chatting more about that. Another current fave of mine is not drinking. I've already noticed a difference. I talked about my going sober journey on last week's podcast episode and another week has passed and I already feel like my skin is starting to breathe again. Um, in addition to not drinking, I've been doing some lymphatic draining facials with like a gua sha. Hopefully I'm saying that right. It is where you use this tool to drain your lymphatic system. And I think doing so has also helped to kind of sculpt my face a little bit. So the combination of that plus not drinking, I just, I'm feeling a lot better about my appearance. I haven't seen any changes on the scale or anything, but that's not why I'm doing it. I'm, I've decided to go sober for my own happiness and I'm already feeling that weight lifted off of me. And I will say I was in a social situation over the weekend where everybody was drinking and it was really difficult for me to be in that situation. Um, nobody pressured me or anything, but in the back of my mind, I was thinking, man, I, I, you know, I, it won't hurt. Like I can just have a drink or two and it's just not, it's not worth it. So I'm going to keep going on this journey and taking guys along with me. I'll also keep you updated of any other changes, but so far it's just been like, you know, an overall feeling of feeling better. And I'm happy about that. My last current fave is very general, but it's my Amazon storefront. Not trying to push this out to you guys, like and be a salesperson, but I have been like a freak about my Amazon storefront and I've organized every single thing from every portion of my life into these little idealists on my Amazon storefront. So if you see something in the background, like you like my picture frames or something or my couch, um, every single thing is linked because everything I buy is from Amazon. So I have like a home decor list, fat winter favorites, fall favorites, podcast equipment, influencing equipment, everything you can think of, even stuff for your dogs and like Christmas lists and stuff. So go check those out. Um, anything that you purchase from my storefront, I do get a commission off of. So it is a way of supporting me. And I really appreciate that. That wraps up the pop culture and current faves section of this week's podcast episode. And it brings us to the main portion of this week's episode, which is things that I'm thankful for. Like most people, I always choose to do some self-reflecting about the things that I'm thankful for around Thanksgiving. So growing up, my mom's mom, my, my Oma, she had a beautiful home in Fair Oaks and Fair Oaks, California, where I grew up. The whole family, we'd go and we'd celebrate Thanksgiving at her home. So there was like my cousins, my mom, my sister, my grandma, grandpa, all of our dogs, all of our boyfriends. And my grandmother has since passed away. We've sold that house and 
now with my mom RVing, we just don't really have a central place to celebrate Thanksgiving, which is a bummer, but hopefully she has a house by next year that we can all meet up at. But the reason I bring this up is because every Thanksgiving that we spent at my grandmother's house, I would be the annoying one and make everybody go around the table and say what we're thankful for. It could be something as, you know, vague as family time or more specific, like things you've accomplished or specific people you're grateful for. And it was a really nice tradition that we did. And not all of them loved having the spotlight and to talk to everybody about their feelings. But I think it's good to really express the things you're thankful for and the people that you're thankful for. That being said, I'm going to go through a few of the things that I'm thankful for, um, starting off with the time I got to spend with my mom. As I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast episode, I spent this past week with my mom. I flew from Austin to Texas on Monday, from Austin, Texas to Sacramento, California on Monday. My mom picked me up from the airport. We went out to uh, dinner, did some shopping. We stayed in her RV the whole week. So her husband owns a cabin as well. So he stayed at the cabin about an hour away from the RV and my mom and I bunkered down together and spent the whole week in her RV right on the river. It was so beautiful. If you want a more uh, visual representation of what I'm talking about, I just posted a California vlog that shows where we stayed, my mom, the things we did. So go check it out. I worked really hard in the video. I think it turned out really cute, but we stayed right on the river. Um, every morning, my mom and I went to the showers that are on like the RV campground. So we took our little bags and towels and bundled up and cause it was freezing. It was like 40 degrees when we woke up and we'd take a hot shower, blast music in the bathroom and then get ready for our day. So our first full day, we went to Old Placerville, California. We looked around all the shops. We went out and grabbed some lunch. Um, day number two, we went to Apple Hill. So if you guys don't know what Apple Hill is, check it out on Instagram if you're curious. But it's just basically a bunch of vineyards and stops that sell fresh produce like apples and apple pies. And there's pumpkin patches and beautiful orchards and views and wineries. Like it is stunning and it just the beauty of California the colors of the trees like I forgot that trees change colors absolutely gorgeous so we spent the whole day there exploring all the different spots in Apple Hill I got um, a caramel apple which was delicious my mom helped me shoot some content and I love her so much for that and it was honestly a, a perfect perfect day then we had Thanksgiving again just me and my mom. My cousin was supposed to join us, but she got really sick and so she wasn't able to. So my mom and I went to the grocery store and picked up all of our stuff the day before Thanksgiving. We got some like pre-made meals and some extra mashed potatoes. We got one of the very last pumpkin pies, like so good. And that's all I needed. Like it was the most low-key Thanksgiving I think I've ever had. We, you know, ate some pie for breakfast. We got into that a little bit early, which was awesome. Um, we spent the day just relaxing and watching TV 
And then we cooked our dinner around like, I don't know, I think it was like three or four, got full bellies and then just hung out and enjoyed the beautiful views. We read books together and laughed, told stories, gossiped, like it was so much fun. And then I flew home on Friday. And so it was a really quick trip. It's crazy because I was there for five days and my mom agrees, like it went by so fast, like shockingly fast. I wanted to extend my trip, you know, but Louis was here getting watched by my sister and my best friend Danielle. They took turns watching him. And I was excited to get back to my own space and just to um, be home with, with my puppy. But I am so thankful that I got the opportunity to spend time with my mom, especially one-on-one -on -one time. Because I think, you know, I was, I was talking to my mom and I'm like, when's the last time you and I ever went on a trip together? Like just me and her. We've never done a trip, just me and her. It's always been like me, her, and my sister, or with my cousin, or with our grandma. Like, And it's honestly, the more the merrier. It's so fun. I love when there are other people there too. But we had just never had this one-on-one -on -one time together. And we were both like shocked because we didn't get sick of each other. It was just really nice, especially as a grown woman now. It's really rare that you get to spend such incredible quality time with a parent. And I'm really, really thankful for that. Unfortunately, I won't be seeing my mom for Christmas. Of course, we're gonna FaceTime, but she's not able to travel right now because she's starting chemo again. But I do hope to go back and see her, I think in February is when we're gonna be planning our next trip. So keep you guys posted on that. I love her, it was so, so much fun. I'm also thankful for my friends, um, more specifically my sister Kylie, I consider her one of my friends, my best friend Danielle that lives here in Austin, she is literally my rock and I think it's hard to find good people these days, like I don't mean to be a pessimist, like I think it's so easy to, not easy, but it's doable to make friends, to make surface level friends, people you have things in common with or go to bars with or whatever, but to find a true friend who down to your core uh, you can be yourself with, I think that's really rare, especially as an adult. So I'm, I'm really thankful that her and I were able to reconnect. We actually met back in 2018 when I was living in LA with my ex-fiance and it's just crazy that we both happened to move to Austin at the same exact time. And we've been able to reconnect and really like grow our friendship this past year. She's really supportive of my content. I am of hers. Check her out on Instagram. It's at Danny Dutch, D-A-N-I-D-U-T-C-H. She's awesome. I love her. And she's also a hottie. She kills it. My other friends that I am grateful and thankful for are just like, you know, if you're listening, you know who you are. You guys have sent me texts to check in on me or uh, little inside jokes here or there. My best friend, Danielle, that I grew up with, she just got engaged and I'm so thankful for her and I get to be a part of her journey to getting married. I'm planning her bachelorette party next year. And I don't know, I just feel really thankful for all the friends, you know, both strong friendships and more like newer friendships. I'm so thankful that I've been able to build a community for 
myself here. That said, I don't have, again, a huge, huge group of people, but the people that I have been able to connect with are so wonderful and I'm so thankful for them. I am thankful for my health. As I mentioned, I, you know, I'm not on a weight loss journey or anything, but I feel myself feeling healthier and feeling more vibrant because I've stopped drinking and going out and I'm really trying to refocus my goals and figure out who I am as a person and I'm not where I want to be health-wise just yet. I want to be stronger and right now I'm so weak I can barely do like three push-ups but I'm proud of myself for starting this journey and also not so much physical health but mental health you guys know that journey in itself has been very challenging for me it's the fact that I've been able to take the right steps towards um you know taking control of my mental health fighting my anxiety and depression I you know started therapy antidepressants doing all the, the things that I need to do to get myself back to a good headspace so I'm really thankful for again my friends and family who have supported me in that journey but I'm also thankful for my own strength that I've been able to get to this point I'm thankful for my beautiful apartment that I'm in I will say like I have been on the hunt this past week for something bigger I want more space I you know I don't know if I I need to stay downtown like these are still a lot of things that I'm weighing the pros and cons of that said, I'm very thankful that I've been able to afford a beautiful apartment on my own. Like I was stuck in a horrible, toxic relationship for so long where I lived in a spare bedroom and I had no things to my name. Nothing was me. And now I'm able to express myself in my own place. And it's simple, but it's beautiful. And I, I love it. And I'm just really thankful for this space that I've been able to call my own for the past year. I am thankful for my career. That is something that I, you know, it's been a rough journey. Like being self-employed, I, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with all like my tax specialists right now because my social media career, uh, I, I do have an established LLC, like an actual business for my taxes and for myself and my brand. And so being able to do all those things is very overwhelming and stressful, but I'm so thankful that I have been able to get to this point in my social media career. I started doing social media back in 2019. Like this has been a long journey for me. And now that I have an actual freaking business, you guys, that is so cool. And I'm so thankful for that. I am thankful for all of my future plans. I have a lot in the works. I have a lot of ideas right now. Um, I won't put anything out in the open just yet until I have more things uh, established. But I'm just really thankful for what the future holds for me right now. And lastly, one of the biggest things that I am so thankful for, you already know what I'm going to say, I'm so thankful for all of you. Seriously, like I, I don't monetize my podcast just yet. Like I do this podcast because I love it and I love 
hearing back from you guys and the community that we've created together. And I love being able to connect with you guys and share my journey after the show. Like, yes, I did two years of the show. I shared my life and the fact that I've been able to break away from that and let you guys get to know me and how my mind works and what I'm doing in my life and all my silly little stories about boys that probably aren't going to go anywhere. But you know, the fact that I get to share these moments in my life with you guys, it's really, really cool. And I'm so thankful that I've continued to grow and have your support. And you guys have seen me, uh, struggle. I'm thankful for your patience with my audio and my video and just trying to figure out what this podcasting world is. Like I'm still like to this day researching and trying to improve my equipment. But most of all, I'm just thankful for for you guys and your love and support. And I know life can get hard sometimes. It does for me and I'm sure it does for you as well. But I love that we have each other if that makes sense. I'm just being a cheese ball now, but I just, I'm really thankful for you guys. And I hope you know that, uh, I am spread pretty thin. So I really try like post on Instagram, post on TikTok, post on YouTube, edit everything, uh, write blog posts, create little, um, images like for my Facebook group and for my Instagram accounts and Twitter, like you guys, like there's so much shit I do behind the scenes that it's like, oh, I feel I'm always like in the back of my mind, like I'm not connecting with people enough. Like I need to like respond to every single comment. Like I tend to beat myself down and the grace and love that you guys have shown me regardless of me not being able to respond to every single thing and engage 24 seven because I just physically can't. I'm just so appreciative of that. And I am so, so thankful for you guys. And I'm really excited for the future of this podcast. I want it to continue growing. Like I'll give like a little tiny, like glimpse into what I'm thinking for future plans. I would love to have an office space where I have all my podcast equipment set up and I'm just able to really personalize it and enhance the podcast viewing and listening experience for you guys hopefully manifesting it for next year but I will chat about that more on another episode but that pretty much wraps up this week's podcast episode I hope you guys enjoyed listening um again I had such a fun time in California I hope you guys had an amazing Thanksgiving whether it was by yourself or with loved ones or just with a friend or just one person like me Remember that everybody celebrates holidays differently. There's no right or wrong way. And what matters most is that, you know, you did some self-reflection on the things that you're thankful for this year and that you did your holiday the way that you wanted to. Again, I am so, so thankful for all of you guys. Quick reminder to please rate me five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Give me a thumbs up and click subscribe on YouTube. And again, check out my California vlog on YouTube. I think you guys are really going to like it. And also make sure to subscribe for Vlogmas. I don't know if I ever finished that thought process, but I am going to be posting videos like pretty much every single day on YouTube in December. It's going to be 
a lot. But it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a really good time. If you guys had any questions about the things I talked about in this week's podcast episode, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at my lips aren't sealed podcast. I hope you guys had a great week and have an even better week ahead. I love you guys so much and I'll see you next week. Thank you.